Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm producer Henry J. Tyler, not here again. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on episode number 134. And on today's episode, we'll be sharing events from the weekly goodness. We'll dig into some fast food gossip in our lives in Everett. We'll learn more about the state of non-motorized transportation in the city with Everett Bike Walks and Morgan. Let's jump in. So uh, let's talk about our lives in Everett, Henry. Let's. You had me at, uh, at fast food gossip. <laughs> well. I, I was going to zone out for this whole uh, recording and, until I heard that, and, and then my ears peaked up. Well, the hottest goss is that Burgermaster is closed. It's gone. Yeah, as of uh, this, this last weekend, they had their final day. Sunday was their last day. I wish it was. I wish I would have known because I would have went. I've only eaten at that Burgermaster once, but it's going mm. to turn into a mod pizza now. According to uh, it's being modified. My Everett News, yes, it's going to be modified into a mod pizza, which is kind of. Did, did did you ever go to the Burger Master? Gosh, I can't. I don't think I ever went to that location. I know I went to other locations, but I don't think I ever went to that one actually that I can remember. So Linda, who works with us, is very upset. That was like her family's burger place. Yeah, she lives in that neck of the woods. So it's all gone now. Now you can't go there and get your spaghetti din din, which they offered. They had a spaghetti dinner, which is super weird for a burger place. But yeah, and the Herald did an article on them, and they were talking about all the people that go there uh, frequently for breakfast, which I didn't realize it was such a breakfast hotspot. That Burgermaster. I feel like it's uh, for the uh, fifty-five and up crowd. Yeah, it's kind of the place to go. Totally. So rest in peace, Burgermaster. At least the Everett location. There are yeah. others, but now it's going to be turned into a mod pizza, which is kind of cool. You know, I like mod, even though it's a chain. I think it's delicious. It's a local chain. Yeah, it's out of. Uh, I think it started in like Bellevue, so that's cool. Yeah, so that's pretty neat. That uh, you know, we're gonna get a mod pizza it means that we're moving up in the world. Take that, Marysville. Marysville has a mod pizza. Now we have a mod pizza. <laughs> I know, Marysville. Marysville beat us to it. Does Smoky Point have one too? I don't know what's going on no, up there. Maybe I'm thinking of Five Guys. It's so weird. Yeah. Smoky Point is a strange. Having grown up in North Marysville, Smoky Point is super weird to me now. Having grown up in Smoky Point, Smoky Point is super weird to me Yeah, now. you're a Lakewood guy. so Lake, Lakewood lifer. I wish Smoky Point was bigger back then. I, I hated how little it was when I was a kid. <laughs> I lived out by Lake Goodwin out in the sticks. So, You know, I'm just happy that, uh, that uh, Bigfoot music is still there. Is it? Wow, yeah. yeah. That was there when I was a kid, I believe. Right I went next there. to uh, Smoking Sam's. Yep. Smoking Sam's, that, yeah. I used, used to buy cigarettes from there. There used to be uh, <laughs> a little tavern on the corner where the Rite Aid is now. Yep. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, legend has it that that is how it got the name, Smoky Point. It was like that little tavern in a couple places where like all that was there and all the smoke from the chimneys would like rise up into a point apparently. Yeah. Something like that. And then remember the, what, what, there was a burger place there. It's now the, the country burger, country oh, burger. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, it's not country burger. It's a, uh, that, that's out towards Lake Goodwin. Yeah. That's still there, but there was a burger place. It's now oh, paradise burger, paradise burger. Yeah. I thought it was like tropical burger or something. Paradise burger. Yeah. One Rest time, in peace to paradise burger and burger master. So sad. When we were kids, we were at paradise burger. Sorry, this is tangent, but I bet my buddy five bucks he couldn't eat an entire bottle of ketchup disgusting he did it he did it (laughs) 
Wow. Poor guy. Did he hold it down? He held it down. Wow, man. That's crazy. That's a lot of ketchup. When I worked at Papa John's, we made people take shots of the, you know how you get the, the peppercini? We, we mm-hmm. would make people take shots of the peppercini juice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yikes. No, thanks. Yep. Usually it was a run to the bathroom after that. (laughs) (laughs) That was our, that was not a haze, but we'd be like, Hey, take a shot of pepperoni juice. We do it to like the new kids and they would do it. I don't, we didn't pressure them into it, but they did want to hang with us. You got to take a shot of the pepperoni juice. I do the pepperoni challenge. I never did because I was the OG (laughs) there for a while. (laughs) Lucky dog. Um, So yeah, Burger Master's gone. Couldn't be replaced with a mod pizza, but also... I want to. I want to know. I'm putting this out to the, to our listeners. What's going on with the LJS and the KFC? Long John Silver's. And yeah, I think they're following suit with uh, Jack in the Box and Taco Bell across the street. There, all all those fast food chains been giving themselves the fancy makeovers. I think they're just following suit. I want to know if anybody actually goes there. I never see anybody in the drive-through. I never ever. It's all just a cover up. It it could be another mod pizza. <laughs> well, I I did go to that KFC once, so they have had a customer before. There you I, go. I know that much. I just feel like nobody ever goes there, and we could do something else. It's like it's there's too many fast food places on that corner, and it's such a busy corner. We could put something else there. Could be really rad. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Henry. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know what to tell myself all of the time, to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, That's all that we really got for for Life and Ever. You got anything else? It's just our fast food roundup. Uh, Let's see. They they did the groundbreaking for the Waterfront Place Apartments. Started driving in the pilings down there. This will be the first housing on the Everett Waterfront ever. So pretty crazy. That's going to be pretty cool. A lot of people are going to be rattling their jewelry at that. Pretty stoked. I wonder how much one of those apartments is going to be a month. Um, Four grand? I have I have no idea. It's a good, good question. Not cheap, I'm sure. Because you're on the water. Yeah. And this is apartments, right? So it's not a condo. Right. So. so they'll probably be pretty high end, I reckon. That's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll a, lot, see. a lot of Teslas in that parking lot, <laughs> for sure. But kind of cool, you know. The, They're not going to be able to afford it after they pay the rent. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of cool to see, you know, that portion of the waterfront being built up. We got Hotel Indigo, which we're going to uh, film there very soon. That's right. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. You guys might see 11 Everett TV coming out in the near future on the. Uh, New Jetty Bar and Grill. I'm really excited to check that out. I've heard good things. So that'll be cool. And that's kind of phase one of this new venture. So it's neat to see it moving forward for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else? Nothing comes to mind. I'm sure, uh, you know, the mayor came out with the new city budget last week. $650 million budget with, uh, I believe, about an $11 million deficit. So I think they're trying to, the gist I got, they're trying to figure out like, what else they're going to need to cut. Um, Not too much info on that though. It just kind of appeared and that's about it. Yeah. They have a video out um, of the actual address. um, If you want to watch it, if that uh, suits your fancy, if you like, like watching videos about city budgets, it's always a fun time. Um, Yeah. What else is new going around town? I don't know. We, we got the the fast food, hot goss. We covered it. That's that's the breaking news around here. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I mean, I do love fast food, so that makes, you know, do you, I do. 
We need to talk about your health, Henry. <laughs> of course, I can't be hey, one to talk. I'm not a very healthy person here, but you know, try and limit the fast food intake at least. So how's your life in Everett? Drop us a line through social media or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Let's take a look at some events happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, which is a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. So, uh, Henry, what is your event pick of the week? Well, it's tonight is my event pick of the week. Skagit Valley Brewers Night at Toggle's Bottle Shop, which is pretty cool. Usually they only do one um, one brewery, but this time mm-hmm. it's I, they're doing three. Oh. So it's kind of like... Fancy. All of the Skagit Valley will be represented, which cool. is pretty cool. So Bastion Brewing, Farm Strong, and Garden Path Fermentation will be there Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pretty excited about that one. So tonight at 6, uh, it's always fun to go down to Toggles and have a drink and maybe win something. One time I won a pint glass, and that was pretty cool. Nice. So, yeah. I love their beer selection there. It Spe- is pretty good. Especially if I'm going to... Um a party or we're having like a family get together. I like to go in and pick out a couple fun beers that no one's probably ever tried before and got a pretty great selection there. Yeah, for sure. And also honorable mention because Tyler's not here. I figured I'd plug his band for him. That's nice of you. <laughs> on Saturday night at 8 PM tellers, which features Tyler Chisholm on guitar bodies on the beach in temple Canyon will be at the black lab gallery. And that is of course all ages Saturday at 8 PM. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I am going to share about Mice on Ice. The uh, the, the the Disney on Ice? Disney on Ice. Uh, you can go check out Mickey on Skates. Uh, Mickey's Search Party, I guess, is uh, the name of the show, Angel of the Winds Arena. You can take the kids and see Disney characters. Uh, that'll start Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, so if you're listening to this, the date came out tomorrow night. At 7 p.m. There you go. I'm surprised that you're not going to go to the free Museum Thursday at Flying Heritage and Combat Armor Museum because that's Thursday from 2 to 5 p.m. and it's free. You know, I got my dad for Father's Day tickets to the Flying Heritage Museum and he still hasn't used them. Wow. That jerk. I want them back. <laughs> I want them back, Dad. My parents hoard gift cards like crazy I, I don't buy them gift cards anymore for christmas i learned my lesson because we have like or they have like i mean we don't go eat at olive garden because we're from new york and olive garden's like a slap in the face to our italian heritage but uh like olive garden gift cards that are like decades old and like ruth chris steakhouse dang we got it yeah never used it tell them to start hooking you up i know i mean i yeah mom listens to this mom if you're listening Send me some gift cards. <laughs> hey, mom, it's it's Wednesday. Let's celebrate. Yeah, let me, let me get a gift card. Yeah, let's go to the Olive you got Garden. Stacks. It's just stacks of just stacks of gift cards. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> it is funny though. Well, that's what we picked out for this week. For more details and get the weekly goodness sent directly to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveinever.com/slash subscribe. And up next is our interview with Ann Morgan from Everett Bike Walk. Stick around. Well, hello everyone. Garrett and Henry here, along with Ann Morgan, is with us today from the Everett Bike Walk Group. Uh, Ann, thanks so much for being here. You're welcome. I'm pleased to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you're the, uh, well, I should say you're the first person we've had from the Everett Bike Walk Group to talk about 
the Everett Bike Walk group. Oh, right. We've had some other members on before to talk about other things, uh-huh. but we're excited to uh, to learn more about uh, what you all are doing. So uh, let's start with the basics. Uh, what is Everett Bike Walk, and uh, what's your, your role with the group, and, uh, and how did you get involved and all that good stuff? Okay. Well, um, Everett Bike Walk is a community organization, and we pretty much are dedicated to studying and advocating for better active transportation options in our city. So an active transportation means walking, biking, scooting, wheelchairs, skateboards, you know, basically kind of non-motorized, non-polluting types of transportation, okay? So um, while most of us own and use cars, um, we do believe that when people walk or bike or scoot or skateboard, our city becomes healthier and more livable. So that's the kind of stuff that we're interested in promoting. Very nice. Yeah. So, and I got involved, I don't know, a year and a half ago or something like that. And I don't even know how I found out about it, but I just started going to the meetings. And um, at first I kind of went once in a while and then I almost got killed on Broadway and then I started going to every meeting. So Mm. you almost (laughs) got killed when you were biking or walking, walking. Yeah. Mm. Crossing in the crosswalk with the light with the walk light and somebody almost nailed me making a left turn. So, um, so I started to get then a little bit more interested in looking at pedestrian safety. Cause I always just assumed, you know, walking, I mean, what could be safer, right? You know, yeah. but, um, when we started actually researching it, I found that it is not really that safe to walk in Everett. And although there's some things you can do to protect yourself. So Anyhow, so what my role and the reason really why I got involved was to look at pedestrian safety more than bike safety. And though I have biked in the past, right now I'm primarily a walker. And um, so I wanted to look at that and I wanted to also do a little bit of research in the data and bring that perspective to the meetings. And I know we were talking a little bit earlier before we started about it sounds like maybe you've always kind of been interested in being able to walk or be in a more walkable city oh yeah absolutely well when I was a kid I walked to school and Mm. and then when I got to college I walked and I just really enjoyed walking I always enjoyed it and so my goal always was to be able to walk wherever I need to go and I actually moved to Everett 25 years ago because I moved where I am because I want to be able to walk to work and I worked at Everett High School at that time so um which is about nine blocks away something like that so um but you know then when i got to working i'm raising kids you know it's hard to find the time it's much more efficient Mm -hmm. to go in a car so after i retired i decided well i'm just going to start walking again and you know it's a healthy thing to do and saves gas it saves energy it's you know um good exercise so for sure yeah so what is the i guess kind of state of biking and walking in Everett? Well, it's not great. Um, That might even be an understatement. Um, Right now, we have a bike plan that was adopted by the city in 2011. It's not fully implemented. And, um, you know, even though we've got a plan and we have some bike lanes painted on, which is a good thing, um, it doesn't really go very far and it's certainly not fully implemented and what we would really like to see happen and what's supposed to happen is we want to see transportation corridors specifically for bikers and walkers that are off the main thoroughfares because the research that I've done and that we did in the group shows that it's the main traffic corridors you know Evergreen Way 
Broadway, 19th Southeast, you know, and so on, um, where people are getting killed and, and injured seriously. So, um, so that's kind of, um, you know, what I've been doing. So. And there is, I believe I've seen some uh, headlines in the newspaper here and there about some grants with some new infrastructure that's going to be coming soon. That's true. That's coming pretty soon, and that's pretty exciting. And what that is going to do in Everett, um, I mean, I only have the vaguest idea, but supposedly it is dedicated to help connect the transit center with neighborhoods which would be great because right now there's some kind of roads to nowhere out there, you know, for um, transportation quarters. Like, for instance, you can avoid the big intersection at um, Everett Avenue and Broadway if you go a block down to California. There's a really nice intersection just for pedestrians and bikes there. They put that in. But like I said, it's kind of the road to nowhere. I mean, you get in that neighborhood, and if you're going to go anywhere, you've got to either go right across Pacific, another big thoroughfare, or you've got to go left across Everett Avenue, and there's not a lot of crossings there. You've got to go all the way to Cedar um, to get to the next crossing. So what I would assume is this is going to do is it's going to help connect, um, like, say, Riverside with the Transit Center a little bit better. I mean, I don't know what they've got in mind for it, but, but I do want to say I went and talked to the people at Traffic Engineering. They were really gracious and invited me in, and we talked for quite a while about what they're doing there. And I think that um, traffic engineering is trying their best um, to meet the needs of the city, but they are very underfunded and they are also understaffed. They got a big mm. backlog and about 80 to 90 percent of their revenue to do things comes through grants and the grants come through federal funds and WashDOT. And so if they have a project they want to do that is, they can't tailor to a grant proposal, they don't have funding for it. So, you know, so they're kind of over a barrel, too. And um, so, yeah. Interesting. Mm. So what you were saying um, a little while ago about that you would like to see more dedicated uh, bicycle and pedestrian lanes off of the main thoroughfares, is there any hope for that in the future? I, I think so. I think it's part of the bike plan. Like I said, it just hasn't okay. been really fully implemented. I mean, right now we've got dedicated bike lanes, say on 19th. I mean, I'm talking all North Everett here because that's where I live and walk. And I apologize to anybody in South Everett that's listening to this. Um, but um, yeah, so there are bike lanes out there. They've also painted bike lanes on 19th Southeast, you know, that goes past Costco and down to Silver Lake. So right. that's a good thing. Um, so there's things that are happening, but there's no real separation from traffic, and that's what's going to make the big difference. And I think what really needs to happen is, is that we need to look at models like in the Netherlands, where there's lots and lots of bicyclists and not nearly as many fatalities and accidents, and they have specific types of infrastructure on their streets where the streets, you know, cars share with bicycles, lots of bicycles, and it's much safer. And I think that if we did that, that would be good. In Seattle, um, they're now going to do some um, retiming of walk lights, which is something that really needs to happen here as well. But what they're going to do is they are going to give pedestrians a five-second start time into the intersection, into the crosswalk before traffic gets the signal to move. That is very smart. Yeah, so that hopefully that'll make pedestrians more visible to traffic. And, you know, I don't know if it's going to cut off the people that are making the quick right, you know, that 
tend to nail pedestrians, um, but I think that it will help. Um, so, you know, the key to all of this is just to be, for people to be more mindful, people that are driving and people that are walking. I feel like in Seattle, you're always looking out for pedestrians, especially when you're in downtown and things mm-hmm. like that, if mm-hmm. you're like going to make a right in a car, right? right. But here, yeah. if there's just one person on the corner, mm-hmm. this is speaking for myself, yeah. I never know if that person is just hanging out on the corner, mm-hmm. going to walk somewhere else, going to walk right. across. So I like right. sit there and wait and then they just stand there and I'm like, oh, I guess they're not going. And then I go, you know what I mean? So like yeah. having that head start, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, sweet. I know that people are supposed to be walking here. Right. If they're not walking, I should be all right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Very so, smart. I mean, so that's something, you know, that Everett could look at, for instance, um, especially at the, at the bigger intersections. Mm-hmm. So we mapped out, um, you know, all the deaths, um, pedestrian deaths, bicycle deaths. Yeah, you brought um, this very large map yeah. here with a whole lot of dots on it, which are, it's, it's sad to see. Yeah, the, well, the dots are deaths and serious accidents. And since 2011, there's been um, 32, maybe 33 now, deaths, three bicyclists and 30 pedestrians since 2011. So that's about, what, eight and a half years, something like that. And um, and then since 2014, there's been 20 serious bicycle accidents and 80 serious pedestrian, serious injury pedestrian accidents. And then another almost 400 minor injury accidents for both groups. So, you know, the streets are not safe. And like I said, I didn't really realize how bad it was until I started looking at this data. So it's scary. And you've been... You and the Everett Bike Walk group have been compiling the data to present to council. and Well, the data came from the Washington State Patrol for the most part in the gotcha. city of Everett. So we did Freedom of Information Act requests and and got it. And it was very, very good data, um, especially the stuff that came in that was aggregated from 2014 on from the Washington State Patrol. Because it gave us data like, for instance, what the lighting conditions were when an accident happened. You know, stuff like that that really makes a difference. And one thing that I found is is that um, all but three of the pedestrian deaths happened at night. So, oh. yeah, so people really get nailed at night. And I think a lot of it's people go out with dark clothing. Right. Visibility you know? is a yeah, big issue. Yeah, visibility is a big issue. So, um, you know, I mean, not that drivers aren't also necessarily culpable in these accidents, but right. still it's, you know... Um, has there been any uh, comparisons done? You know, I, I see this map and I, I hear these numbers mm-hmm. you're sharing about, you know, the, the number of deaths and serious accidents mm-hmm. in recent years. Um, but then at the same time, too, um, you know, it's such a big city, pretty good sized population. Like, I'm curious if there's been any comparison on like a per capita yeah, basis yeah, compared I did. to other I, cities. I, I, I got those those statistics. So here's one. Um so, well, first of all, pedestrian deaths are on the rise nationwide. Mm. And um, it's not just an Everett problem. It's all over because more and more people are walking. You know, they're frustrated with traffic. They want to live closer to work and so on. Mm. Urban density is increasing as a result. So, um, and in 2016, the state of Washington reported to the federal government an average of 1.22 pedestrian fatalities per 100,000 um, population. Okay. Everett has a city of just over 100,000 people, and that year we had five. Mm. 
So that's, so that's like over four times the average yeah, then, exactly. basically. Right, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, you know, so it is a problem. Um, and like I said, in, um, in Washington, between 2014 and 2018, traffic fatalities involving pedestrians in our state, statewide, produced for, uh, um, increased by 42%. Wow. So, yeah, so, it's, so it's, it's not just our problem. It's happening in a lot of places. And like I said, as urban density increases, like in Seattle, you're always hearing about, you know, bicyclists getting killed and, and pedestrians as well. And, um, you know, we've got more density, we've got more cars, you know, all of that adds up to, you know, to less safe streets. Well, this would be kind of now the time to change the tune, Absolutely. I feel, because Everett's just going to keep on growing. Right. So it's cool that, you know, the Bike Walk group is getting out there now. Yeah. And trying to get these yeah. these things, you well, know, show, we, yeah. bring these things to light is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, what we need to do is we kind of need to change the mindset. I mean, the mindset up until now with traffic engineering, statewide, countywide, citywide, has been how can we increase the mobility of cars? You know, because everybody wants to get where they're going faster, right? Mm-hmm. But that needs to shift because we can increase how many lanes we've got. We can increase, you know, our capacity for traffic, but it's like flood tide you know when there's a rush hour and if somebody thinks that they can you know cut five minutes off their commute by cutting through Everett they're going to do it that means we just get more traffic so what we'd like to see is the emphasis or the mindset kind of shift from moving cars to moving people Hmm. and multimodal transportation options and maybe even constrict our capacity a little bit to move cars so my have less traffic as a result hopefully my partner who works here, Sierra, mm-hmm. just got back from um, New York City. I, right. I just picked her up this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. And she was like, the subway is crazy. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, that's why I'm talking <laughs> about, like, it sucks that light rail won't be here in, for another, like, 20 years right. or whatever. Because right. it's just so yeah. unbelievable to yeah. move that amount of people yeah. without cars. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I feel like, you know, yeah. bikes, walking, light rail. Right buses, all of that really needs to be put into place sooner up here than later. Well, we actually have pretty good um, transit into Seattle. I mean, I always take the 510 or 512 bus into Seattle Mm -hmm. when I go into Seattle. I mean, it takes you right downtown and it takes you in whatever time you can make in the carpool lanes. Right, exactly. Well, that's the problem is that you're sharing the road with all of these single occupant drivers or what have you. That's right. That's right. So you're at the mercy of the traffic flow. Yeah, but you don't have to pay 25 bucks for parking. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? It's a, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah, it is. It's true. So. For sure. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, I believe it was the Netherlands, as uh, a place where they're doing a good job at, you said, creating uh, some like separate lanes for bicyclists and pedestrians yeah well that's like i said that's kind of the european model i mean one of the the main strategies to increase bicycle pedestrian safety is to have barriers right i mean Mm -hmm. physical barriers between traffic and bicyclists and pedestrians sidewalks help a lot but we don't have sidewalks throughout everett and you know it costs the city two hundred dollars a linear foot to put in a sidewalk wow and back in the old days um, the city used to just come in and put them in in the neighborhoods and then charge everybody on their taxes. 
assessments. You know, I mean, it could run into thousands of dollars, and so nobody liked that, right? So they've stopped doing that, and now there's a lot of areas that don't have sidewalks. The only places where we get sidewalks is where developers come in, and the city requires those developers to put in sidewalks when they're building multi, you know, multimodal um, or you know, large housing. Yeah, large, uh, areas. large developments. Yeah, right, developments. So, I was, I always wonder that in certain neighborhoods because I'm from Marysville uh-huh. and. Uh, up in North Marysville, there are no sidewalks. It's just you get a you get a white stripe in the road. Right. So I've right. always wondered why that was. Right. So. Well, I mean, people could in a neighborhood come together and say, you know, we want them, and we'll work together to put them in. And if if the city is doing sewer work and stuff like that, you know, they might go to the city and say, well, hey, you know, as long as you're digging everything up, maybe we can put them in and put them in a little cheaper. But you know, there's always somebody in the neighborhood that says, yeah, hell no, I'm not paying for that. Right, <laughs> so, right. You know, that's the problem. So, yeah. Yeah. So back to the Everett Bike Walk Group. Okay. Who, who's it for? Who, you know, someone out there is listening? Is... Well, it's for everybody. And anybody that's interested in increasing, decreasing, um, I guess, our footprint, um, our carbon footprint in the city and also getting healthier because when you walk or you bike, you know, or you're using active transportation modes generally, you know, it improves your health. Um, anybody that um, wants to get rid of the noise pollution, the air pollution, you know, the pollution in our water, you know, all the runoff from traffic exhaust and oil and gasoline and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I, we invite you to come and join us because that's really what we're all about is trying to really create and um, help provide a vision for the city to move forward and become a more livable city. And if you look at the research on urban planning now, there's this whole thing on livable cities and they are dense and they're and multimodal transportation where people bike and walk and use active transportation modes to get to work um, is the model fewer cars areas and streets that are cordoned off so there there is no traffic it's just you know and there's open markets and you know things like that areas to walk and relax and benches and places for people to gather outdoors you know that's really the city of the future and i think everett has total potential for that so um you know but i think we need to change our our perspective and kind of our our mindset on on all of that in order mm-hmm. to make it happen. And I think you already spoke to this a, a bit probably, but so what is the mission of Everett Bike Walk? Well, I think I pretty much just kind of described it. It's just to really um, research and share information about things that can be done in the city, bring those to the city, you know, in, in kind of an advisory way. I mean, we want to work with the city, not against the city. And, um, you know, and hope and hopefully kind of provide a better vision for our future that's greener, that's healthier, you know, has a, will give us a healthier population, um, you know, and, and uh, just kind of share that and, and push for that. So what is your favorite, you're a walker, yeah? More so uh, than, am, than a biker? Yeah. yeah, I'm more of a walker. Where's your favorite place to walk in the city? Oh, well, if I had a favorite place to walk, it would be Jetty Island. But mm. but, um, but that's only open two months out of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I am a destination type walker. I mean, I don't like to just go for a stroll to go for a stroll. I like to have a place where I'm going to do something. So what I try to do for my walking is I try to say, okay, I'm, you know, I need to go to the post office. I'm going to walk up to the post office. You know, I'm going to walk to, 
you know, the library. Or like I've been attending classes at Everett Community College, doing artwork there um, all of last year. And so I just walk to the college and back every day. Um, so, you know, it's about four miles round trip. So that's, that's a nice little jaunt. It takes me about an hour round trip, maybe a little more. And, um, but, you know, I get four miles in every day. So Very cool. Yeah. What, what do you get out of walking? Personal question, I know. Yeah, but. sure. Um, well, I just like being outside. <laughs> I like being outside. And so, you know, and especially, you know, when I walk to the college, I walk on Lombard, and there's just so many beautiful gardens. I'm a gardener. So, you know, I can look in people's yards and, oh, yeah, they have this or they have that, and, you know, watch the bulbs come up and the roses bloom and, you know, all that stuff. And I just really enjoy that. I just am like being an observer of the neighborhoods and the people and, you know, dogs and all that um, as I walk through. So it's much, much easier to stop and smell the roses when you're on foot. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I like to look at all the houses. We've got such diverse architecture and stuff. We do. You know, I, you know, so. Absolutely. Man, I wish I didn't drive today. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This is a good day for a walk. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I walked up. So. Well, I love, Everything that you guys are doing, I know uh, it wasn't too long ago. I, I I think you guys helped get a bunch of the new uh, bike racks installed around yes, Everett, right? Yes, that's been a big push. Uh huh. And that's part of the city's bike plan is to install bike racks. I think that stuff came through a grant. So um, so those are going in. I think as we speak. And Tyler actually, he's kind of headed that up, and he's been looking for businesses that want them, you know, oh, up front. So cool. some businesses do, some businesses don't. So um, he's been going around. I don't know if he's got them all figured out where they're all going to go. And that's Tyler Rourke you're referring Ty- to. Tyler Rourke, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very nice. So, yeah, awesome. and so we have a website too. It's Everett Bike Walk, all one word. Um, dot com dot dot, dot org dot org dot okay. Org. Yeah. EverettBikeWalk.org. Yeah, and you can also find us on Facebook. Everett Bike Walk. Awesome. And that's how people can get involved? Yeah, absolutely. We meet the second Sunday of every month from 4 to 5 in the classroom at the co-op down on Grand Avenue. And anyone is welcome to come. So, you know, and we have, you know, people come or they don't come or, you know, some last meeting we actually had, I don't know, maybe... 12 people there so All right. was, yeah so that was good nice. yeah and hopefully we'll get more yeah so. for sure well yeah hopefully uh some people will hear the podcast and yes. come join in on the fun yeah yeah so. so it's a very egalitarian group i mean there's no real there's a tyler kind of organizes things but you know people bring their own perspectives and like i came in most of the people were bikers and but i'm a walker and so i came in and kind of brought in the pedestrian uh, you know, perspective a little bit more. And there's other people there that are walkers too. But um, cool. so you can bring whatever your passion is and, uh, you know, we'll work with you. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I love everything you guys are doing. Definitely uh, keep up Thank the you. great work. Thank and you. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much yeah. for uh, joining us today. Well, thanks for the opportunity to do so. If you enjoy Living Everett, you can support us with a donation to our Patreon. Even a dollar a month helps us deliver stories, videos, and this podcast about the good things happening in Everett every single week. If you want to know more, head over to patreon.com slash liveineverett. Thanks for listening to the Live in Everett podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leaving a review. If you'd like to drop us a line, you sure can. Podcast at liveineverett.com or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. 
Thanks to Ann Morgan from Everett Bike Walk for joining us today, and special thanks to Oliver Ralph Army for our theme music. Good things happen in Everett because of you, so thank you so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week. This is why we're Everett till the grave.